Hello, fair patrons, and welcome to your bonus podcast. This is episode 329, Bonus, with Edward Button from the King's Singers. And um, there's really nothing to say here, except that I'm introducing the introduction that you're about to hear me do with uh, Edward on the line. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and uh, the previous, the main conversation. If you didn't hear it, you should go check it out. And um, here's this one. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. And uh, let me let me hear from you. Uh, there's some new projects going on. Um, I told you about this uh, panel that I'm on this weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll post some more things. Uh, I th- I've got a Patreon post in my head. You know, I'm feeling a little like ugh, about social media, and I keep telling myself, post on Patreon. <laughs> write stuff on Patreon. Uh, so I'm going to try to do more of that. Uh, and I hopefully it won't be too much. Uh, let me know. All right. Uh, enjoy this conversation. I love y'all. Bye. Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast. I have Eddie Button here again today. Hi, Eddie. Hello, Michael. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, we had a great conversation on the main podcast. You should go check that out if you didn't listen to it already. Um and well, I guess if you didn't listen to it, you don't know that Eddie is a member of the King Singers, a uh, a sextet, a vocal sextet um, that does a lot of tremendous work. But we're not talking about that now. But it is important context for what I want to talk about, which is um, your your life. This sounds like this could be a big thing. Your early life. Um, <laughs> have you always been uh, musically minded and interested in music? Yeah, I have really. Um, I I grew up um, in the middle of England and um, in a place called Leamington Spa. And I went to a school that was really good with music. Um, and all my um, my schoolmates were auditioned to be a member of um, the choir, the chapel choir at the school. Um, and when we were about sort of seven or eight, and some of us got a little letter saying, we'd like you to join. And so I did. And I wasn't really sure how it would be. And I was quite nervous and scared, but I did. Um, and I absolutely hated it to start with. Wow. I hated getting up on a Sunday morning. You know, I was like, oh, takes up all the Sunday morning. I don't like it at all. And it was early and everything. But very, very quickly, I realized that it was the thing for me. Um, I made great friends in the choir. I was in the choir for 10 years, so it was a big, big part of my life. Um, and I'm still very much in touch with my director, Director, um, even now. Um, he's a really, really close friend of mine. Um, and I always felt the music department at my school was a really safe place. It was a place where you could miss games and sports mm-hmm. um, and not be told off. And the teachers would like be complicit in the lies, which <laughs> 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 was brilliant. If you if you forgot your games kit and you'd be put in detention, you could just go to the music department and you'd somehow just get forgotten about in games and you wouldn't be in trouble. Um, and I remember, um, oh, I was such a teacher's pet. Is that a phrase that you have in America, a teacher's pet? Do you know it what I is, mean? It is one that I'm quite familiar with as well. <laughs> yeah. I, I look back on it and it's actually really quite embarrassing. I, I would go into school every morning and just ask my director of music if, if I could do anything, like whether he wanted me to like tidy up <laughs> our robes from the choir or tidy up music or move some chairs couldn't believe it and I'd, I'd insist that my mum got me into school at some un- ungodly hour in the morning so that I could do that it's completely mad when I look back on <laughs> what do you do you remember what the motivation for that was was it just this sense of like wanting to help out or were you trying to get in good with the teacher or I think it was a sense of belonging you know it was like kind of it was yeah I think it was just the music department was a very 
very comfortable place for me. Um, uh, yeah, I think it was also, yeah, obviously looking up to my teacher and wanting him to be pleased with my work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a wonderful time. I, I was very happy at school and I left at the right time. Some of my friends, you know, really matured very quickly and wanted to leave very early. And equally, some of them kind of didn't want to leave when we had to. But it felt for me like the right time when I went to university eventually. Um, and then, you know, after that, I I sang even more and even more. And my voice developed pretty quickly when I went to university because just a few a few more sessions of singing a week in the chapel choir where I where I was a choral scholar um, just really helped my voice develop really very, very quickly, actually. And it, it takes quite a long time for a countertenor voice to develop, probably until at least the mid-20s, I would say, because it's a different voice with the falsetto. What, what voice part are you, Michael? Uh, it varies. <laughs> I'm generally like a baritone to tenor. Right. Yeah. Not not as high as um as a countertenor. <laughs> Lucky you. You don't have to do the horror behind it. Although I'm I'm grateful because I'm the second countertenor in the group, not the first countertenor. And the first countertenor is the one that has the really, really high stuff. Um and he does that so brilliantly. And I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> uh I just randomly have this memory of the first time I was in a four part choir. I had been in like in in junior high school. Wait. I guess maybe it was in elementary school. I sang in a two-part choir. And I remember the moment of being, because I was also a teacher's pet, and I when I got <laughs> when I got to middle school, or maybe I can't remember. I, I remember the moment, but now I can't remember how old I was. But I do remember that I was in like the older kids' choir because of my teacher petness and of course what a brilliant musician I am. And um <laughs> and I remember vividly that first moment of hearing sitting in the middle of this choir and it being in four parts and just mm. this like Oh, that's what yeah. the, like it was a really important moment for me that I right. almost forgot. Yeah. And I had a similar moment recently actually, covid related again when after after probably was about 6 months if during the first sort of period of this this horrible crisis where we did actually go and do two concerts in Germany. I mean, it's very rare. I mean, we meant we as I said to the main, you know, to the podcast earlier, we we don't generally do about 120 concerts all over the world and Last year we did, you know, since COVID hit in that 12 month period, we did two or four mm. actually. Um, and and so that was really hard. But we went to Germany again and just singing back in the lineup of the King Singers, we sang It's a New World by Harold Arlen. And we thought it was a really appropriate piece to start our, our concert. And it's a very, very well-known King Singers arrangement. Um, Rich, Sir Richard Rodney Bennett is the arranger. So it's just incredible arrangement and it fits us like a glove. And um, singing back in that lineup in this church, with even though it was half full, as much as it was able to be, of course, um, with the audience members in tears, just mm-hmm. hearing live music again for the first time, it was that same moment I felt when I heard a similar thing to you when I was first part of a four-part group. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it was just incredible to to feel back in in the lineup. And there's there isn't anything quite like being, I think, in the King Singers lineup. Nothing else I've done is ever the same because of that precision that I was telling you about earlier that we worked to. It's just such an incredible beast. And to to, to be back at doing it after six months when we're usually doing it, you know, day in day out, was just an amazing feeling. Yeah, and that connection that you feel with an audience too. I'm sure. Yeah. Like- Oh, it's uh, I'm chills. I'm getting chills thinking about it because you know it. We're all it's all yeah. I'm looking forward yeah. to that day of performing in in person. Yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. We 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 often get um 
messages from our fans through our various channels um some of them filtered through from our agents that that are just so heartwarming you know people saying that our music has helped them through really really difficult times or one one actually at that concert we got a message from a lady who said that that her son who has a really significant heart condition who's really unwell is always calmed by our music and it's one of the things that actually makes his quality of life better and it's just wonderful to feel like you know as a musician that you have that that power to be able to to bring those those feelings and that calm to people's lives when they're they're in difficulty and i guess that's one of the amazing things about music isn't it that it really helps people feel alive and and help them process their life yeah in a way that <laughs> i love that uh, since this is I, i'm having this moment as an interviewer lately where i catch myself trying to restate something someone just said perfectly eloquently and that was one of those moments <laughs> that i would like i would i have this urge like oh i should say something about that too but you just said, there's nothing more to say about it that was really beautifully said well i'm clearly speaking to a friend on that capacity because from what we've chatted about i can sense that you you're kind of similar in that so it's it's really nice to to hear that you 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 agree yeah for sure uh, it's been so good to talk to you on both counts. And um, and of course, thank you for your patience in putting this particular interview together. And your thank you for your work uh, and for You're joining so me well. on the podcast. Um, thank you for having me. It's been really, really lovely, Michael. I've loved enjoy I've really enjoyed meeting you and, and um, answering some of your questions.